0: Lot talk radio hello hello everyone out there in the big one world uh good morning or good afternoon or good evening wherever you are so here we are again How is life with you today? how are you feeling are you feeling that This is a great time to be alive. Are you looking forward to your life? Where do you stand in life? Well, there's something to think about, isn't it? it? So anyway, first, I am Helena Steiner holstein I'm talking to you from Florida. Hopefully, I will be going to Europe soon, as soon as I find that direct flight somewhere <laughs> it's so hard the way the airlines are doing it for us they didn't need to be this it's not necessary that they make it so hard for us why do they not change what they're trying to do to us i'm really upset it shouldn't be so complicated for people to travel so it's not our fault that we travel it is simply the airlines who, are, for whatever reason, are doing what they're doing to make it hard for us. Anyway, doesn't belong to the show really, but you know, I air my thoughts a lot, and that's one of them because I spent hours trying to look for something suitable. I think I got it now, so um, but I'm not sure how many seats there are available. <laughs> Hey, well, hard life, isn't it? Anyway, it's wonderful to be together with you again. And if you want to reach me later and not quite during the show, write to me at Dr. Helena, info, D-R-Helena, info, short for information, at yahoo.com or to activale at gmail.com. A- C, T for Tom, I, V for Victor, A, L for love, E for Edward, at gmail.com. And if you don't get the reply, you know, sometimes I don't get those emails, and they don't get into spam. It's not only me. I've heard this from other people, particularly with Gmail. Suddenly, they just kind of throw away. Or like someone says, they eat the emails. They just devour them. They just take them for their own use or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. But so many times I just don't get my emails. And that bothers me. And sometimes there are people that I feel, oh, don't they like me anymore? Why do they not answer back? But they have answered me back. I just didn't get the email. Of course, sometimes I'm not kind of observant and I get sometimes so many emails that they stack up and one might get lost here and there. So that's why you should try to reach me at both addresses and I actually have even more, I have seven different addresses but they are all kinds of different reasons. So these two, one of these two should absolutely reach me. We're going to talk about friendships. And maybe someone out, says, out there who hears this now says, I don't have any friends. I don't care if I have any friends. I cannot make friends. I'm not a good friend myself. So how could I have friends? And there's so many reasons for that, you know. Why don't you have friends? Well, you might simply live in a place where you don't have people around you, that happens. It might be out in the desert somewhere, or in the wilderness, wilderness, it might just be in the city, city of a big city, and you can be so lonely in the big city, where it seems that everyone else has someone else, and you walk around there and feel lonely. And it's not good. You know that, don't you? And they say you should love your neighbor as you love yourself. Which means you should actually start to look at others as possibilities out there. But it begins also with you have to love yourself first. Well, isn't that something? And it's not selfish. Selfish people, like narcissists, they actually deep down hate themselves. That's why they have to boast and bully so much. But, oh no, you have to start to love yourself. And what is it about you that you have to love? Well, not necessarily your looks or your brains. No, no. That inner core of yourself, that loving light within you, that is what it takes. And we're going to talk about that first. But I'm going to talk about my own friends a little bit. No, don't worry, I'm not going to talk about (laughs) you. But I seem to have not too much of a difficulty to make friends because... I love people. Isn't that amazing? I actually love people. And for those who still hang around me, they must be wonderful people because, you know, I'm very frank and very open. But this is what friends are. If you have a friend, that friend doesn't sugarcoat everything you say. That person... Your best friend is not a yes person. That best friend of yours will never keep on saying yes, yes, yes to all your stupidities. Good friend of yours is frank and open and will tell you what you might do wrong at times because that person respects you and wants to see you happy and well-liked. And you can only have those things around you. If you skip a few things about you that are not good. So um, I want to talk to you about my friend Kevin. Oh Kevin, he's been in my life in for so long. Here He was one of my early friends in South Florida and actually have been there a little longer than he had when he came down. He came to the Southeast Florida area a few years after me, and we were introduced by a very good man friend of mine. And Kevin called me up already the next day. He came from New York and he came back to South Florida looking so much like New York dressed, coat and tie or suits, everything so fashionable, looking like a fashion magazine for men. I mean, he looked so gorgeous, and he was, I mean, particularly that taste that he showed in his, in the way he dressed was great. And I'm sensitive to that somehow. I like that. But very much about Kevin was we, we had the same philosophy about life. We liked life, and we liked something that we called spirit and that highest source of information. We started to meet more and more often and uh, we, Kevin was, well, a couple of years younger than myself and we formed like a kind of a little tight group, he and I and a good friend of his and mine called Mary. And we met often and particularly for our birthdays, we were all Sagittarius. And we met, had good dinner together, and we gave each other presents and had good laugh and talk and so on. So that was, you know, we had that like a little village. It was just us. And, you know, anyone can form that. You can do that with a couple of people too. We were so different in every way, but we were in the social, same social group. So that is always good and easier that way. And Kevin was the one I could call up at midnight, and we would chat. And he would do the same with me. He was very soon socially very popular and very prominent in the social circles and in the media, and so on South Florida. And he had a lot of invitations for everything. And he tended to invite me to be his escort. I would say, or his date for the evening. And again, we were dancing and have a good time. And he did everything in grandstand. He came and dressed up in his black tie with a limo and always picked me up in this big, huge limo. With, maybe if I wanted champagne, was that? But, you know, we were on our way out, so there was not much time for, for that glass of champagne. And we arrived at those balls and it was fun. We left early. He took me back to my home and me too, in the limo. And then this was the life, life we had together. But he was always there for me. And the remarkable thing about Kevin was, when I was kind of down and I thought oh, this didn't work right, he always, always came up with a nice, encouraging word. And when I started to write books, he was out there buying my books. And I always would give him a book afterwards anyway, but he always beat me to it buying my books. And this is what a friend is. If a friend has written a book, you want to know what your friend has written. So when people out there say, oh, you count to me as your friend, and they don't care to read my book, even if they're given the book. <laughs> They really don't care that much about you. And when I started doing my lectures, again, Kevin was there. I would invite him, but he always said, I'm not sure I can make it. But somehow he made it. He bought his ticket. He wouldn't accept my reserve ticket for him. He bought the ticket and he sat down and he left at the end Without trying making a sign that he'd been there, but I always saw him. Do you realize when you're up on stage that you see the audience, even if you have 2,000 people in front of you, you see those faces so well, at least the first sections of the rows, you actually see people. Remember that when you go to a show next time, that those up on the stage. They see you. They see your reactions. And if you start to make little secret applause for something like this, they see that. And they actually also remember you. Because when you are on stage, you are in a different world somehow. You are in your world, but you are very, very aware of your audience. And that's why someone, well, it was someone who told me it was a minister, who did all her uh, uh, sermons, you know, all her uh, Sunday services uh, in front of a camera without an audience, without the the listeners, and she said it was so hard to speak to this empty audience, you know, this empty church every weekend, but. Um, it somehow worked after a while. And I told her, you know, here I sit on my own and talk. And yes, it is hard. It's like you get stuck on the words all the time and you you forget what you're going to say and you run out of inspiration. It's so important with this community for each and single one of us. And that is what I mean. Friendship means something for the human race. We are actually flock people. We need to be around others a lot. But then research has said, I don't it was Harvard, it was another university, they, who, they uh, wrote about this and they said that uh, you uh, what was it? I'm trying to recall what they said. Yes, the more intelligent you are, the more apt you are to stay alone, or more you appreciate to be alone. (laughs) So there you go. Maybe you're a very, very bright person. You don't need all those people around you. But no, it is very, very inspirational to be around other people. So they have proven all through that if you want to feel well and happy and positive about you and your life, You should surround yourself with friends, but positive friends. The friends you pick are so important for you. And then there are those who stay with people because they have no other friends. And that's, it depends who you are. You must have some kind of fun with your friends. Otherwise, See if you can just go a new direction and find a friend. It's important. It's easy if your friend comes from from the same social strata or the same culture and you know, same many things. But it doesn't have to be that way. I had a wonderful uh, Polynesian girlfriend. She had the spirituality you wouldn't believe she knew so much and she was someone who would say helena you look absolutely awful today what is going on in your life i've had friends so-called friends who have told me oh helena darling you look wonderful and i looked that was the day when i looked just like hell you know i really didn't look good and What do they expect? Do you think I'm blind? We have good days and bad days sometimes. And sometimes you just don't look yourself as you don't see yourself. You are yourself. But when she said, oh, Helena, you look wonderful today, I can feel how she smiled backwards at me. She loved that. I didn't look well. (laughs) She really must. She loved it. I could hear it in her thoughts. No, that's not a friend. No, the friend was Ulani, my Polynesian friend, who would just say that straight out. And what she also said, because she had very good psychic powers, she said, I have to remove that darkness that has kind of hit you today. Someone sent it on you. And that is something that I now know that can happen to all of us, that suddenly, we have that overwhelming feeling, darkness around you, around us. And it can simply be that someone has started to send you so many bad thoughts and so many bad feelings. So you cannot shine and you cannot like yourself even. And what you do in a situation like this, this is when you have to brush off your darkness you have to put yourself in the light. And how do you do that? Well, there are techniques. The one I teach, of course, I just tell you, you know, quickly how it's done, which is just to put yourself in the light, brush off yourself, and we have a code for that, brush off yourself, cleanse yourself with that light. And now, as soon as, you have that feeling again of darkness coming over you. Put yourself in the light. Say the code and put yourself in the light. And it works. If you've done that a few times, it actually disappears. All that darkness does disappear. And this is nothing that unusual. It happens to people. You can get that feeling of just a load of bad energy. If you go to visit someone in the hospital or in some kind of institution where there are lots of negative and crazy energies that will hit you. And then it's very hard to be a friend to anyone or even to yourself. So um, that is the thing. So that goes back to what friends you're surrounding yourself by that you have those people around you who actually are of the light. That's why sometimes you can start to talk to total strangers, and it feels like you have known each other all your life. This happens a lot. Once you are clean from the darkness and you are in the light a lot of the time. You're kind of drawn to those of the same energy. And when you are again in the darkness, you are again drawn to those wrong type of friends from you that will only keep you down. So it is important that you can be your own best friend or be the best friend with the white light, as I call it. And you know when you are down, you actually get depressed and it's easier to get sickness a sickness. Your immune system would weakness in no time at all. And when I was thinking about friends, the ones who have been good for me here and there and Ulani is one of those friends that I could get help from any time. And she was in the entertainment business and since I was in the entertainment business I came across those in the entertainment business a lot and entertainment that was before I started doing what I'm doing now so another friend that was so valuable, he might even listen to this show now, God knows that was Eric hello Eric if you're listening to me I can almost see your smile <laughs> I have no idea how he came into my life. Oh yes, now I remember. It was when I was going to, I was, we going to produce one of my uh, ideas uh, as a TV series. that came in there. Anyway, he... He was very sensitive to a lot of things. And I was going through a divorce, a very messy divorce at the time because I was a very social person and we were socially very well-known in town. And he could sense. I didn't tell him anything. I guess I'm going through a divorce. Well, it was a three-year-long divorce. But he started to call me up in the night. And we had... He gave me all that support. I don't know what I would have done during that time. It wouldn't have been for Eric and Uilani, my Polynesian friend. Eric had this habit of calling up at three o'clock. I don't know, there's a group of people in that business. They'd never go to bed until maybe four o'clock and I was the same at the same time. But I also was up at seven or yeah. My dog works yeah woke me up, and then I had to take a child to school. So it was just not a time of a lot of sleep. But, you know, with meditation and lots of light, you swing it. You're not tired. And when you're happy, it's amazing when you're happy and you're surrounded by those who really want you best. You don't need all that rest and sleep, although you actually do normally. So the best thing about having friendship is that you feel happy and well and positive when you surround yourself with the right friends. And they are friends who encourage you, real friends. And these are also friends who tell you when you do something wrong. That is friendship. And then when you have all this around you, you come up into a pattern of behavior. That is positive. That's why friendship is so important. That your friends will kind of create a pattern. A lifestyle for you. So you get away from all that stress that you would have when you don't have anyone to share things with. So when I go back to Urlani, who was that? The girl I had so many so-called girlfriends. You know, they, we were in the social same so social circles, and we had great fun together. But they would only say nice things to me, and they, in a way, had this shadow and You know, they were happy that I had a difficult time. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? There are lots of so-called friends out there who are happy that you're not happy. They say, "Oh, we pray for you. We're so sorry about all that's going on in your life, and we'll be there for you." No, they're not really. Those real friends—they are. You will know it because you have a different language together. And they don't care about many of your fancy things, if, if you have that. They just care about you. Plus, they care about your friendship with them. Because they have noticed that you are a good friend for them, too. Friendship is always mutual. When someone gives you friendship, they do that also because they feel they get something in return. For it. Well, are you now a different kind of person? You feel, oh, I don't need any friends. I cannot trust anyone. These are people, you know, they just say one thing and they do another thing, and that's because maybe you have had that experience. But I would say, first of all, if you have made yourself your best friend, you will always. <laughs> make more friends that is the best advice i can give you make yourself your best friend not your husband or your wife or your son or your daughter i've heard so many people there've been doctors and politicians and entertainers and there've been you know regular people out there they have often say my wife my spouse is my best friend. Yes, that's good for as long as that is that way. But you know, you still have to make you your very best friend because you are the one who's going to stay there all the time, day and night, year after year. When you're hidden away somewhere, you are still with you. It's not always that you can depend on someone else. You have to get that anchor of love and light within you. And it says in the Bible and lots of places, love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's so important to know that because it's very hard to give love to anyone else if you don't love yourself. This is again the most wise thing I can share with you today. How can you say that you seriously love someone else if you don't love yourself? It only means maybe that you were very dependent on that other person. Yes, maybe you were so dependent on on that other person. When Kevin, my friend Kevin, you know, I must talk, I forgot to say the most thing about important thing, my friend Kevin. When I was in Europe, you know, last thing I did before I went to Europe, and this was before the pandemic. I called up Kevin, I said, I'll be back in a few months and, and have a good time. And he said to me to have a good time, see you when you get back. And as soon as I got back, the first evening, who did I call, if not Kevin? I had already called my family, so that was out of the way. And now I called Kevin before I was going to go to bed. And he didn't answer the phone. My good friend Kevin didn't answer the phone. And he would always answer the phone and have his recording machine saying why he wouldn't answer the phone, that he'd gone away or something like this. But here there was nothing. It was so strange. And I just started to Google him and see if he had gone someplace or had kind of taken on some, some tasks somewhere out of the state, out of the country. No. What I saw right on top you know, of Google, number one on Google, it was his obituary. It was such a shock. That when I say that now, I cannot cry again. Because he was younger than myself. This man was so instructable. He was so, you know, how could that happen? That wasn't allowed. It couldn't have been true. But then I started to read further. The next few hours, I was just sitting there in the night, reading what everyone was saying about him. We had lost a great person. I had lost a great friend. And this is unfortunately so. When you have a friend, sometimes you lose them, one way or the other. And that's why I'm going back to, if you don't love yourself, of course, you have the shock and the sorrow and the grief first. But then, when you have yourself, you are okay. You really are okay. And I can't believe I forgot to say that earlier because that was such an important point. But, you know, so many of my friends of the past who have disappeared one way or the other from this earth or they're just disappearing from my life, they're still in my heart. So I don't see them as gone, gone. I can still talk to them in my mind just like, I do to my past husbands, you know, who are all in spirit. And I can still talk to them because I'm comfortable with that within me. So that's what I mean. The most important friendship you can have is the friendship with, the, with you, where your I am the light within you. When you have that connection, you have so much it's an amazing thing how little you will experience disappointment. You will not be disappointed in humanity or in other people. You won't. is that great? <laughs> because you have you. So that is, you know, I tried to say a little bit more in the beginning. How this I am the light. That lives within you. This is the universe within you. And that power knows everything. That power is also very unconditional. But that power also loves you at all times. It keeps you well. It keeps you happy. And that is what you share with other people when you meet them. And that is the friendship you can give them. I think there was this last few words that I gave you today. If you stay this long, please remember them. And as always, we will do a little meditation now as a conclusion of this little podcast today. Thank you for listening, everyone. It was great. Give me a call. Well. Give me a call after you have sent me an email first to tell me you're giving me a call because, uh, you know, I don't like calls. And how many times don't I get calls like at three o'clock in the morning? Always because someone sits in another country, say, well, I thought I'd call you at ni- now at nine o'clock before you leave for, for your day and not realizing I'm somewhere else in a different time zone. Okay, now we're going to meditate. Did you know when you meditate, you start to use other parts of your brains that you wouldn't use otherwise? And that's why with more and more use of this, of the meditation, of the light meditation particularly, you actually expand your inventory in your brain. Your imagination will expand. Your openness will expand. All about you, your outlook, everything will expand. All those good energies will start to take over your body and your brains, or your brains and your body rather in that order. So meditation is important. doesn't have to be a long one. It can only be three minutes, and that's good enough. Three minutes in the light. Ooh, do it on and off. Whenever you have the time and opportunity, to do it. And now you close your eyes, and you begin to relax, and relax, and relax. More and more and more. You take a deep breath. Yes, you are a spiritual being and you smile because you know that within you there is this place called I am the light. This is your best friend. This is the truth about you. And you are now relaxing and relaxing and relaxing. You feel better and better and better about you and who you are. You relax. Go even deeper and deeper. And you feel that you now have reached a place where you are absolutely safe. And you sit there out in nature and look up into the star-filled sky and all the stars are twinkling and shining. And you feel like you are touched by the stars deep down in your chest area. Take a deep breath, like you release something of old, or the old that you should let go of. And now you feel free, and free, and free. And yes, you know, That within you, you have this place where all is absolutely well. You feel it. And you go deeper and deeper still. Now, you put your hand on your chest as you watch the stars up in the sky. Feel calm. Very, very calm. Suddenly, you know that everything is going to be all right in your life. Everything is going to go well for you. Yes, because you now decide. That you can count of your relationship with the light as a new tie of friendship between you, your higher you, and your physical you. And you feel that release of old leaving you. We're brushing it away. And you feel free. Yes. You feel that you are a good friend for you. And when you have that feeling in you, it's easy for you to maintain good friendships because you have you. It takes away your dependency on another human being who might be weak and cannot be the right friend for you at all times. But you, your I am the light, is the right friend for you at all times. Isn't that wonderful? You are there for you. You can trust you. Whatever sits right, whatever sits absolutely right in you, yes, that is the truth. Accept that. Trust your feelings and begin to feel grateful for all those things that you have no need to compare your life with somebody else's life. No, no need at all. Because you are safe now. Because you found that friendship deep down within you with your higher self, with your I am the light. You are so proud of you. So completely and very, very proud of you. And now you think back of a very, very happy moment in your life. It could have been a short moment. And how you love that moment of happiness. You love being in the light. Yes. You love being who you are. You love being you. You are proud of you. From now on, you're going to take care of your hair, of your skin, of your face. Even a little bit more. You will check on your clothes. You will check on all the accessories. If you're a man or woman, does it matter. You will start to look at yourself with new eyes. And smile more. If you have a pet, begin to love your pet. And talk to your pet in a new way. Your pet loves you. Even if it is a little bird outside of the window. Little birds are very, very curious of what goes on inside of that window. And they know where you are. Yes, you are never alone. You are. Living in a community, you are in a world community of energies where your energy count. You produce your energy for you. And how you would like to feel about you. And now suddenly one of those stars up in the sky is opening up and is sending you a big, big ray of light. And that ray of light is now descending upon you. And you receive that big, big light from the universe, from the star. And this ray of light, you imagine this coming down over you. It's being sent to you with love. And you receive this love. And suddenly, you feel so grateful for being you, for having what you have. And you take a deep sigh. And say, I'm ready to go back into the world and make myself shine. I start right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, you start right now to live a good life with you as your best friend. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you for being there yet one more time. And this latter part of the show, listen to it again. Because it will give you something that will stay within you of love and light for a long time. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein. My website, www.findingyourinnerlight.com and another one, www.bodysoulconnection.com Look them up. Read my books. You will learn a lot. Thank you everyone for being there. Bye-bye.